Have you ever wondered why you aren't getting the results, relationships, or life that you want, or why some of your clients run into the same problems? I'm certified life coach, Lindsay Pullman, and I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's just more to understand about the multifaceted beauty of the human body. I believe that being trauma-informed is an essential standard of care for coaches, and I'm here to support life coaches who recognize that there is so much more than mindset work when it comes to supporting ourselves and our clients responsibly. So glad you're here. Come on in. Hey, everyone. I'm so glad you're here. We just had the best Thanksgiving weekend with some friends and, you know, we live in France so none of our family is here. So we've decided to do what we can to host big Thanksgiving celebrations with people around us who we love. And it seems like a lot of locals really enjoy celebrating Thanksgiving, just gratitude around friendships and connection. So we did a big, huge party last weekend. It was really fun. If you follow me on my Insta stories, you probably already saw it. But, you know, it's funny. The way that I felt at the Thanksgiving celebration is very similar, if not the same, as how I feel when I run retreats. Because retreats create this very fertile environment for loving, safe connection. And I see retreats as, or live events, as this full circle experience where people have already come live online to do my different programs and things like that. But what the retreat is, is a space for people to have a full circle experience where you can experience healing and connectedness in person. And there's something about that that I don't think can be completely replicated, but I'm open to being wrong because I do do a lot of work, really powerful healing work virtually as well. You know, when you really trust in the energy of the universe, things like that. But man, my physical self loves to see other, be in physical spaces with other people that I love. And that's what I was feeling last week before the party, leading up to the party, during the party, even after the party. And uh, huh. yeah, it was just one of those things that even though there were a ton of people coming, I just, I was like, the wave has crested. <laughs> the people have been invited and RSVP'd and it's going to be amazing. And it really was. It was such a great time. The kids seem to have a good time too. And yeah, looking forward to the next one. So anyway, one of my really good friends came in from Italy with her partner for the celebration. I had another friend who was going to come from the UK, but she wasn't able to due to some anti-Semitic stuff, you know, just some fears there, which makes perfect sense given the climate that we live in today. And I'm just hoping for another Thanksgiving where people feel safe to travel and people can come together and just love and appreciate each other for being and for existing. And I think we represented about eight different countries at that party. So that was also really fun as well. Just felt like a big fat celebration of humanity. <laughs> so anyway, all right, let's get into the podcast episode. What I wanted to talk to you guys today about is this idea of contraction. A lot of times contraction happens before a release of some sort, right? Before up levels. Sometimes we contract before we up level. There's tightness or, you know, sometimes we sling back before we sling forward. And if you think of a slingshot, you know, that pulling it back, there's like that, it feels slower, right? Like 
slower and it feels like there's more tension. And so the reason I'm talking about this is because when I see clients or people up-leveling in their business and their lives and their personal relationships, it doesn't always feel as flowy and as amazing as it could be, you know? And I would love to interview Eckhart Tolle and ask him, like, maybe there's some deep level of presence that he's hit where it doesn't feel contracting at all when as he continues to exist. But what I see when we give into kind of the natural way that our bodies evolve throughout this life is it's it's very akin to nature. And so it makes sense that there would be a contracting before release a lot of times, especially when we're thinking about our limiting mindset, limiting beliefs, limiting thoughts and traumas and childhood wounds that are coming into play, right? It may be the more natural thing to continue to release and release and up-level and bloom and blossom, but that doesn't mean that there isn't sometimes that contraction beforehand. I like to think that there, there doesn't always have to be, but just what I witness with my very human self and with a lot of clients is that oftentimes that is there. And so when we're about to up-level and embark and exist in this new paradigm of, of being and existing and living, it might not feel flowy and amazing. It might feel quite like the opposite. And sometimes it can feel like a dark night of the soul. I have a really good friend who is, you know, launching a program right now. And she's like, I have had to do so much soul searching on this because it's a big new thing for her. It can feel like these younger wounded parts coming to the surface and can feel like the dark, dark night of the soul. It can feel like your younger wounded parts coming to the surface, just kind of screaming like, what the crap are you doing? And, and using every excuse to get you to stop doing or going wherever it is that you're headed, right? And they'll say anything, right? As rude, untrue that it might be that our self-sabotaging behaviors are quite intelligent, okay? And so whether it's setting a boundary in one of your more intimate relationships, making a new business decision, hiring a new coach or mentor, deciding to do deeper trauma work and hire a trauma therapist, deciding to scale up something in your life, deciding to enjoy more rest and pleasure and luxury in your life, letting go of a relationship that's no longer serving you or letting go of anger that you're holding towards you know, someone or a certain relationship, whether it's that, you know, any of those things or something else, as you're considering up-leveling in some way, what are the messages coming to the surface for you, right? Because again, if it's these younger parts that are more invested in your survival and in your homeostasis, they're going to say what they need to say for things to maintain, right? Because if you think of our survival systems, they are more focused on surviving than thriving, okay? And so as the triggers come to the surface, as stuff comes up to your conscious awareness, this is where you can check in and ask like, okay, what is this? right now that I'm experiencing? Is this a trigger simply needing to be toned down? Is it some emotion of fear that I can process through some form of visualization, movement, or feeling, or writing? Are there, are these wounded parts that need to be heard? You know, different things like that. You can start teasing out these vibrations as they come to your awareness and just with curiosity and compassion and ask, where is this coming from? Okay, because typically if your intuition is calling you towards a certain path or towards a decision or towards 
hiring something or paying for something or buying a program or hiring someone, that knowing that you have goes deeper than the triggers. And that's something that's been huge for me. I remember when I decided to become a coach, I didn't see the next step or the next step or the next step or the next step. You know, I was working in public accounting. I was working for a derivative accounting firm based out of Silicon Valley. And I didn't have, there wasn't a lot of logic behind what I wanted to do. I didn't have a 14-step plan, which is totally what you have when you decide to become a CPA. It was just, I just know this is the next thing for me. And when I would say that to myself, I could feel it, like my whole body confirm it, felt more open and spacious. And so if you know deep down that your intuition is pulling you towards something or your body's pulling you towards a certain path, but those triggers are pretty loud, one thing you can try doing apart from, you know, maybe moving through some of that fear in varied ways that I go deeper into in my programs is just asking, what do you know? What do you know right now? And that for me really helps me get clear and listen. And you can close your eyes when you say it too, because that can also help you move out of these, you know, your external sensory experiencing and move internally and kind of focus interoceptively. And for me, that is a way to help me get grounded back in what, what I know that I'm meant to do. Okay. And I just want to offer too that. There have been plenty of times where my knowing goes is is deep and I'm conscious of it, but I don't have the nervous system capacity yet to follow suit and go with that knowing. Okay. And so that could be the case for you. And that doesn't mean that you are weak. That doesn't mean that you're not connected to yourself. That doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just may mean that there's some you know, work that we can do to support you and expanding your nervous system capacity to be able to move and live, feel safe enough to move and live from that intuitive space. And that's really, really normal. I think that's why, you know, sometimes if you are on the outside of an abusive marriage, that's just clearly emotionally abusive or other types of abusive. It's not always about just she should leave. And if not, there's something wrong with her, right? There's so much more happening, right? And so just know that you can be clear on your intuition and be kind to yourself if you're not, you know, acting on it right away. Because what happens sometimes is if we have an agenda for ourselves and how we respond to our intuition, like if I get an intuitive pull, I need to act on it or else that can keep us from actually listening in to those intuitive pulls that may come. Okay. So with that constriction, again, if you're feeling constriction before some sort of up level, what I like to think of sometimes is a held in breath and just trusting that there will always be an out breath. And the amazing thing about the out breath, the release is that that release helps you be in a space to receive. I've done so much work these past couple of years on this, you know, just intentionally releasing to receive. And when I'm not in a space where what I see lines up with what I want or what I'm desiring. This year, particularly, I've just been asking, is there something to be released? And I really think like that the natural flow of who we are meant to be and just processing emotions and things like that, that is the more natural way of being. And of course, there's stuff that gets in the way. Of course, there's swampy judgment and swampy shame. But what if 
the natural energy is towards the flow and towards living in whatever way that we want to be living. And it's just a matter of these little moments of releasing, pulling a little twig out of one spot that allows a swamp to be released. And so it's a great manifestation practice that you can kind of use is just checking in what needs to be released so that I can receive, right? Because if I'm holding in all my emotions or holding in everything, physically, I'm not creating space to receive what it is that I want. And so that's something that I've done a lot this year is a lot of emotional release so that I can receive, open up space and capacity for the things that I wanted to receive with respect to my relationships, which has been huge, my business, relationships with my family, relationships with myself and things like that. Um, so that can be a fun space to play around in a little bit as well, because we are very interconnected as humans, like we are our own ecosystem. And when I'm supporting myself from a fierce, grounded, loving space, it's, of course, supporting my business and vice versa. And so if there's something that you want to receive and that you don't have, what, if anything, needs to be released in order to open up space for more? This can be a thought. This can be a belief system. This can be, it can be anything, okay? It can be just energy that you feel needs to be moved through, okay? And with respect to what it is that you want to receive, that can be anything too. So you don't need to limit yourself. So again, if there's something you want that you don't have right now, just ask yourself, is there something I need to release to allow for my desires to come to fruition. Take care, everybody. Have the best day. So are you ready to become a part of our forever community of trauma-informed coaches? Go to lindsaypullman.com and see if my advanced certification is a fit for you.